No Catch Up Chicago. What's up, my people? You are listening to No Catch Up Chicago. We focus on Chicago news first and everything else second. Weekly, the No Catch Up Chicago gang talks Chicago sports, culture, and avoids cornballs by any means necessary. It's done for Chicago and by Chicago. Listen up. A lot of stuff going on right now. What's going on? Welcome to No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Nick the Quick, as usual, the squad's in here. Victory Tuesday again. Yeah, another one. Bears win. We're going to talk about the sweet W we got against the Lions at home. Vikings Sunday night. Bulls lost to one of the greatest point guards of all time last night, J.J. Barea. Yeah. We're going to talk about that because J.J.'s a legend. Yep. He's just a ball player. Of course. Then we're going we're gonna to take a little deep dive into the NBA. It's kind of getting to that spot where it's we're— It's time to talk about the association, man. Yeah, we're seeing if teams are real. Yeah, we're going to see yeah. who, who can play, who cannot uh-huh. play. Yep. We're going to do a little panic meter there. NFL had some big news with the Rams Chiefs moving back to L.A. from Mexico City. We're going to talk about some NFL power rankings, the real NFL power rankings, not this souped-up ESPN bullshit they be giving you just to try to please certain people Uh-oh. all around the country. Sean's going to have the Patriots 30th. We're going to give, <laughs> we're going to give you the real, <laughs> the real NFL power rankings. Okay. But let's jump into it, man. What's good? What's going on, man? How we feeling? I'm feeling great. Dude. Yeah? Yeah, I'm feeling great. I, um... All day today, I edited the Bears Lions Saw vlog. That. Yeah, yeah. Did the vlog at the game on Sunday. Very nice. So I got an interesting take on that. So what was that like six games this uh, this year you've been to? Four. 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 Most you got Miami. Ever. You got uh, you traveled. Uh, where else did you go? I went to Green, Green Bay. Bay and then two home I games. I went to Miami and then at home I caught Seattle and then the Lions. Yeah. Okay. So. So you're very two, you're two and two. I'm two no and more road games for you, man. I'm two and two. No more, no more road games. Don't give Sean any road tickets to the Bears, man. We can't, we can't do it. Yeah, we have three losses. I've been to two of the three. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, that's whatever. But um, no, that's two and two. We beat Seattle. You know what I'm saying? I've been to two. Oh, two of the three. Yeah, two of the fault. three yeah, losses. Yeah, 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 we yeah. have three L's. I've yeah, been to yeah, two yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Both heartbreakers. Yeah, by the way. Absolutely. Um, interesting game. I'm gonna drop that vlog tomorrow, man. Make sure you guys check that out. I had an interesting vantage point on the Cody Parkey situation. Cody Parkey, um, Mr. Clank. The stadium was lit for that, yeah. by the way. So that was interesting to see. So, uh, yeah, check that out. I'm going to drop that tomorrow. Bears-Lions um, vlog. Yep. Game day vlog. Yeah. Awesome game. Yeah. Game was shut down at half. Early. 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 Se- se- mid-second quarter. Which was decent because I had some things I needed to do, so I actually had hit the road for the second half. Yeah. But uh, I was kind of expecting it that way. You know, I was like, I think I think we're going to wrap this one up early, and then it kind of played out exactly how I wanted it to. So, yeah, definitely. I'm going to tell you when I knew the game was over. First off, as you, when you watch the vlog, you'll see. I have a – I say something right before the game starts. I was just feeling good. Mm-hmm. Like – there's not been very many games the last few years where before the game starts you're feeling you good. You got a good feeling, like, yeah. I must I th- that must have been the feeling you have like being a Rams fan right now. Yeah. Or a Saints fan. Right. Like I was going into the game and I just felt good. You just I weren't worried about it. I wasn't really right. worried that we weren't gonna win. Yeah, me too. That's kinda how and you know everybody I might be the biggest Bears hater in the world or whatever, but I kinda felt the same way. Like I said, I was like, I I feel good about today, man. I don't think that uh we're going to drop this game. And this is the game that normally, like, when the Bears are good or we think they're good, this is the type of game that they lose, just like when they lost against the Dolphins, you know, a team that we should beat and then we, you know, mess around and lose. But, you know, obviously this is at home um, and, and we handle business, man. 
and I got to give it to the boy Mitch Trubisky. Man. Got to give it to him. Um, I got a take on that. We're going to yeah, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you when I knew the game was over. So I went. I was feeling good. Went to the game. I was feeling great. Had some brews. Was at the United Club. So I caught. I was supposed to pay for this buffet, but yeah. I definitely didn't. Of course not. I just walked in, and I was eating food. Yeah. And I was chopping it up with people. I was ordering omelets and yeah. shit. So I got some food Order at the United Club. It was dope. <laughs> You'll see on the vlog. It was it was fun. Um, when I saw the flyover, and they brought the three the three double double helo choppers through. Yeah. It was three of them, six blades flying. Yeah. It was sick. You felt the energy. I felt the energy. The soldiers were on the field lined up. Yeah. Fireworks were going off. I'm like, dog, we are gonna roll these things. Right. Like, and then I really knew after I saw the first drive. I was like, that's the easiest touchdown we scored all year. Yeah. So I was fired up, man. Detroit's really bad. Terrible. We looked really, really good. We looked really good, man. I, I really like how we played that game. I love how Trubisky came out. Obviously, that touchdown throw to Allen Robinson might have been his throw of the year, um, in my opinion, right? That was the – I know I've been criticizing the deep ball and everything, but it was all there on Sunday, man. Loved it. Defense was playing hungry. Khalil Mack back out there You're doing his the thing. talking the back shoulder? Yeah. To, to Allen? Yeah. yeah. No, the one – was it the back shoulder? Because he had a couple. No, the first one. The, the first, first one. the strike, the yeah. downfield strike. After he'd hit him before on the play before, I believe. Um, yeah. yeah, the first one. It was one of the best throws I've seen Mitch make. Just the the whole situation of it, just the fact that, you know what I'm saying, how he made that throw, where he placed the ball. He threw it with confidence. It was not his first read. You know what I mean? If you look at, look at the replay, he kind of goes through his progression there. Like Everything that we didn't see in week one, two, and three, um, I feel like he's gotten a lot better at. And again, I've been the mi biggest Mitch criticizer out there, but... I got to give it to him after this game. Shitty opponent, yeah, but still, I mean, he came through and delivered. Strikes. And I take the Tampa Bay game out of it. Like, to be honest with you, this is probably my favorite Trubisky game. Take the Tampa Bay game out of it because they, they didn't even come to play football that day. You know, obviously, that, that was just a blowout. But um, the way that he came out in this game, I was really impressed. I wouldn't throw the Tampa Bay game out because he showed a lot of pro uh, a lot of progress there through progressions and kind of. I'm just saying, it's my favorite game. And all, right. yeah, right, yeah. and always going. He was in, in that Tampa Bay game. He went. He didn't make just like this last game yeah. with the Lions. Every decision he made was the right one. Right. He might have missed the throw here and there, but yeah. it was the right decision. He was getting it there. He was phenomenal, bro. Yeah, he was great. He was phenomenal. He was great. He was accurate as it gets. Back, back. The back, I like the, the Allen Robinson throw for me was the back shoulder. Okay. I enjoyed that one more than the one over the middle, but they were both phenomenal. Yeah. The back, the back shoulder one was, the, the difference between the one over the middle to Allen is that's where, that's where the ball was supposed to go. Yeah. Mitch decided on that back shoulder, like, I'm going to go back shoulder. I'm going to go back instead. shoulder with like, it, right. I don't, like, he's not necessarily open here, yeah. but I'm going to throw him open, and right. that's what he did there. That's why I appreciate that throw more than the one over the middle. Both very good. Let me. I, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the my Mitch take right now. Okay. I left. I rewatched the game when I got home. Yeah. I'm all in on Mitch. Mitch Trubisky. Okay. I'm all in. I have no choice. I think he can play. Yeah. I was. I. I he showed flashes, but like, I think I'm, this is where I'm at. I'm gonna give him all the love. When he plays really well, and now when he plays bad, I'm gonna be kind of upset. Right. Because before it's like I was upset, but it was like I don't even know if he's good enough to make this shit happen. Yeah. 
from some of this, the things that I'm seeing now, he's good enough. He's smart enough because right. he's making the plays. I've seen him make every throw he needs to. Right. This is where he needs to start stringing these together. Yeah. Like, there's going to be no excuse for having two, three bad games in a row. Right. A, a, an elite quarterback's bad throw here, bad throw there. They don't have full games of just really bad. And I think that's where he needs to be headed, and I think he's headed that way. See, I'm not even looking at the full game of really bad. For me, the thing that I like the most about this game is he was consistent throughout. Because he's had games where there's a lot of good, and then there's just really, 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 really bad. Like we talk about with some of those red zone interceptions and almost interceptions, right? The difference in this game was for four quarters, he was rock solid. You know what I mean? So I think Start I think, to finish. Yeah, I think the really bad games, like the awful games, are probably behind him at this point. You know what I mean? I think that he, the offense is good enough, the coaching is good enough to where he's not going to have terrible games, but it's those moments. You know what I mean? I think in this game, he didn't have those moments, whereas before, even in games where he looked impressive, he would have multiple moments where you're like, good quarterbacks don't make that throw. No matter what stage of your development and you're in, you know, you're not making that throw multiple times per game. And in this game, he was just consistent throughout. Yeah, I'm um, all in. Which I'm, is yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm I'm good, man. I'm happy I'm with it. He's it looks a, good. Like when people now, I think after I've seen a couple, like including Tampa Bay, including the last game, when people ask me now how you feel about Mitch, I feel good, man. He's yeah. a good quarterback. That's that's going to be my answer. Okay. And he might have a hiccup here or there, but going forward, I'm on the. He's a good quarterback, and he's going to be a good quarterback. Yeah. In the near future, definitely. Let, don't let him, dude. Once he, this is going to be a full season under Nagy. Yeah. Like, look out, bruh. Yeah. Like, look out. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy that we're uh, we're here now. But you know, again, you know I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not where you are yet. But I'll tell you that I'm a lot further than I was because I mean, again, what I saw in this game and the consistency for four quarters is kind of what I was looking for. Twenty three of thirty, three fifty five, three touchdowns. Yeah. No interceptions. No and, picks. And like, shouldn't have had one. It's not like yeah. someone dropped one. Yeah. Ran one in. He was phenomenal. Bro. No, none of the stupid throws. None of that. None of the stupid throws. None of that. Love it. So Love I'm, it. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. One thing we have to fix is this running between the tackles. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? What do you? Why is it such a struggle? You think? I mean, well, I think I'm going to kind of go on your in your place. That doesn't really matter. I mean, maybe that's just not part of the offense. You've been saying that all year. Maybe running between the tackles is part of the offense. Maybe Jordan Howard. rushing yards maybe, total. Maybe like, I was talk. I was. I've been beating this drum. No, no, but listen. What I'm saying is, it doesn't have to be in between the tackles. Yeah. but we have to be running that bitch somewhere. Yeah. Like we're not running it. We're what, not running it at all. What did I tell you last week? I said one issue that we're going to have is we have to figure out what we want to do in the running game. Um, but again, hey, if Trubisky's playing like this, it does not matter. But where it, but where it showed was when we were trying to salt the game away. Yeah, we couldn't. We can't. Yeah, we couldn't salt the game. We gotta away. keep throwing the ball. Like we ended up giving up twenty two points. We gave up fifteen points in the yeah. second half, twelve in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So it's and like, against better teams, you're gonna have to be able to eat the clock up towards the end of the game and be able to put them away and not keep giving them uh, opportunities. Instead of it being twenty six seven at half, it's yeah. gonna be seventeen seven at half. Right. A la Green Bay. Right. And, like, you're going to have to and then salt you those Aaron, games yeah, away. Yeah, then you give Aaron Rodgers two more quarters, exactly. and that's the you're, problem. Like, we don't want to be out there throwing it 20 times yeah. in the second half, ball hitting the ground, yeah. clock stops, we're and, and we're up 20 points. Yeah. And we're, we're making the game longer than it needs to be. That's the only thing that I would say we need to figure out. If it's – how, how do you figure that out on week 12? Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I think running game, you know, running game takes momentum. You'll just figure that out in week 12. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, I really don't know. It's a good question because, again, yeah, you got to be able to eat up the clock. You can't keep throwing the ball like that. It opens up for mistakes, too. And especially when you have a team like Minnesota coming in on Sunday night. Yeah. They're going to adjust a little better than Detroit. Yeah. If if you absolutely can't run the ball at all against Minnesota and they know that, that's going to be a little bit of an issue. 100%. You feel what I'm saying? Because they're going to come and get you off the edge. They're going to try to wreak havoc if they know you can't run the ball. So I think that's going to be something that I hope Nagy hammers this week. Yeah, I just don't know how you develop a power running game, I guess. I mean, or whatever, like you said, any type of running game. um, Yeah, you just kind of got to figure it out. We'll see. That's why that's why that's why Nagy's there though. Yeah, shout out Jabari Lou. He said you cannot be one dimensional in football. You have to keep the defense honest. That's 100%. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. I think when you're playing a rough te- when you're playing a trash team who's missing their best corner in Slayton in Detroit. Yeah. You can kind of drop back and throw it all around. And the way that Mitch was getting rid of the ball, it, it well, almost didn't matter anyway. Well, but- let's be real. We've been playing a lot of trash teams as of recently. I mean, if you look through the Bears' schedule, through all 10 games, I mean, have we really played a really good team um, outside? I know you'll disagree about outside of the Patriots. How many of these teams are playoff teams? We've None. None. We've played one playoff team, and it's the Patriots, and we lost. So, uh, yeah, he's 100% right. You can't be one. To- you can't against the Lions, but you can against Minnesota. You know what I mean? You you can't when you get to the playoffs and you start playing against these better teams. So, yeah. I just – that's why I've been talking about this. I, it, every week that you don't develop it, it gets harder to develop it. You know what I mean? Especially when the running back situation is the way it is. It's not like you really have that true number one either. You know, sometimes he likes Cohen. Sometimes he likes Howard. He, you know, he kind of switches it up. But yeah, I don't know how you figure that out. Hopefully he does, though, man. Again, Nagy's an offensive genius, apparently, so hopefully he can figure it out. Cause, uh, How do you feel about Sunday night? How I, are you feeling in your gut? They flexed the game from the afternoon yeah, to night. which I, I don't like. I thought that's big for us. Yeah, I don't like the I never. I have never liked the Bears in prime time. Oh, so and maybe it not, just goes back to, like, so many years of watching Jay Cutler. Yeah, like, right after yeah. watching Jay Cutler in prime time, you can become shell-shocked. Um, but I've just I've never liked primetime games, but I've never liked being the only game on. I've never liked the longer breaks. I've never liked all the hoopla that comes with it. I just like going into Sunday at noon and playing the three hour game. Um with that being said, I also don't I, like waiting for the game to come yeah, on. Yeah, I don't like waiting all day for the game to come <laughs> on either, man. That's like a selfish piece yeah, of it. But, but either way, um I don't mind being on primetime because I think it's dope. I think it's an opportunity for everyone. To be watching exposure, the Bears. Yeah. I like when people. We've had a. We start. Didn't we start off the season with three primetime games? Then we play yeah, Sunday we night, played, Sunday night, Monday night. We played or Sunday, Sunday night, night Monday, Monday night, night, night. Yeah. Because I went to both of those. Yeah, games, exactly. So, yeah, we've been on primetime our share this year. But um, as far as the game goes, man, outside of that, I feel good. A yeah. lot better than I would normally feel going into this type of game, but I really feel good. And also, I don't, I don't love Minnesota. I've told you about They're this. Shaky. I told you how I feel about Kirk Cousins. I feel like Kirk Cousins is. Uh, he's good. But he's not – I'm. Not, I've never been scared of Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? So, I feel like the Bears defense can handle that. Um, I feel good. I feel real good. They were asking the players about the game getting flexed to Sunday night, and mm-hmm. they were like, we love it. Yeah. Like, we're ready to go. I think that'll, that'll, that'll make them more juiced. And it's. they said, like, they embrace it because – it shows that people want to see us. Yeah. And we're gonna we're we're a big draw. 
with Khalil Mack, with our offense putting up points the way it is. Yeah. Um, we talked about it earlier, like before the season started. I still can't believe that we're seeing us in, in Chicago in the winter. Or not winter, but it's fall, getting yeah. to winter. And we're putting up 30-plus. Yeah, it's crazy. 40 at home. Like, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. We're in shotgun all yeah. day. Like, it's still wild. I mean, my whole life, like, you, we've been waiting for the Bears to put up, like, an explosive-type offense, especially, like, when we watch other teams and have them do crazy things. And now to see the Bears do that, like, yeah, man, it feels great. I love it. You know, and again, you called it, man. You called this whole Nagy situation. I was a hater about it. You know, I'll admit that. But um, I think I think it's been great, man. It's it's, it's amazing we're putting up these kind of points. And hopefully it keeps up. And, uh, yeah, man, got to keep it moving. Spreads minus three. Yeah. We're favored. Yep. It's a tough game to bet. Yeah, I probably won't touch it. It's one of – but this is the thing. After what I saw from Detroit – I almost think we're gonna go up there and take care of business again. Yeah, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Thanksgiving game. The only thing that gets me about the Thanksgiving game is it's a Thursday game. But outside, I mean, it's it's a Thursday game for them too. So like, whatever. I'm not I'm not too worried about that. But Detroit sucks. Yeah. Before we get off of this game, let's talk about the defense a little bit. Prince Amukamura. Yeah. Bald. Baller. Played it. Played did his thing. Bryce Callahan. Bryce Callahan, baller, 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 ball hawk, hard, hard nose corner, hard nose. Love the way he plays. Yes, love it. I love, I love the way he plays, man. I love, I love his physicality. I love Bryce Callahan, man. He's awesome. Prince Peanut obviously been talking to Prince. Yeah. Prince on that punch out. Prince easily could have given up on the play. Yep. He, the dude was he had kind of Prince had kind of worked his way around, got caught up in some traffic on some blocks. Looked up, saw the the running back had like made up a couple yards, yeah. walked over, and just Peanut Tillman classic banged it out, and it was just perfect. Like there's a doing that thinking, this year, he's man. Smart, yeah. They're all celebrating together yeah. when someone makes a play. I was talking about that last, last week, week. Man, it's the same thing. That Bears defense is hungry. They play like dogs. I love that shit. I love it, man. Somebody gets a sack, everybody's in there. Even last week when Mac was out, like I was saying, he's celebrating with his teammates on the sideline, like. I love that mentality of the Bears defense. Like, really shout out Vic Fangio for bringing that kind of, like, pack mentality because the Bears, the defense gets fired up. Like, they're ready to go every single week. Leonard Floyd gets his first sack. Yeah, finally. Crowd went crazy in the about, stadium. About time. It was kind of a weak-ass sack, yeah, too, about but time. it was a sack. Yeah, he sucks. Hey, let's talk about Roquan Smith. Yeah. This motherfucker is everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's all over the place. He's all over the I'm place. I'm happy you brought this up because I was thinking this, and some people have been critical of him. He's all I, over I, and the I, place. I'm the opposite. What, like, what are they watching? Yeah. I mean, I'm the opposite. Like, some, like he, he is literally always by the ball. If there's a tackle being made, he's right there. Even if he's not making the tackle, you see him right there. Like, I think as he gets better and plays more years and he, you know, kind of, you know, develops more instincts and things like that, just the fact that he's always swarming the ball, man, like, he, he's going to be a player in this league. This is 100%. baby Lance Briggs, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's Lance Shout Briggs. Shout out Lance Briggs, man. You he's know Lance Briggs. That's what he is. Urlacher needs to give him that he jacket. Will... <laughs> he's hundred percent all Lance over the Briggs. ball, man. If he's not making the tackle, he's right next to him. Yeah, this is the second week in a row what double did, digit tackles. Who, who did I say he was going to be like? Derek Brooks. Yeah, all over the ball. Derek yeah. Brooks is like one hundred sixty tackles a that, year. Derek all, Brooks, all over the ball. Good, that's another good. That's another all good over comparison. the ball. That's where he's at. Just tackles, bro. Just tackles. Just tackles. Just runs ball. around, tackles. Runs around and makes plays. That's it. And is, when he's a rookie, yeah, he might miss some. You know, he might be a little bit too ambitious. But the fact of the matter is, he's by the ball. 
So as he gets better, as he plays more, as he adjusts more to the speed of the game, those misses become tackles. Roquan Smith is a player in this league. That's how you play linebacker. Forget all that other shit. That's how you play linebacker. He's by the ball. Look up Derrick Brooks if you don't remember Derrick Brooks. He literally would have 150, 160 tackles a year. All day. All day. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Derek, Bay Buccaneers Derek legend, Brooks, bro. Derrick Brooks was a monster. Derrick Brooks, Derek Brooks was a problem. If you don't know who Derrick Brooks is, that's a great yeah, problem. Go, go look up Derrick Brooks. Problem. Problem. What about his business? What about While his you're shit? at it, look up Lance Briggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look up Derrick Brooks. <laughs> look up Lance Briggs. Tackle Cut machines. from the same cloth. Tackle machines. And, and it's, it seems like they're always solo, too. Yeah. Like, Roquan never really gets, like, help on tackles. No, He's not, no. And it's always, like, there's never really huge hits. Yeah. It's just tackling. Just goes about his business. He's just linebacker. No, he's not a sports center player. Nah. Nah. He's, he's, you watch him every play. You see that he's there. I'm so happy you brought this up. Yeah, I heard people criticizing him, and I couldn't believe it. You know I mean? He's a rookie. I love the way he plays. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah, dude. He's Great. Just, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. He's only going to get smarter. They're only going to use him more. He had no training camp. Stop playing. Roquan Smith is a player. Yeah. Oh, and he plays next to Khalil Mack. Yes. And an unsung hero that's never got enough credit his whole career, Danny Trevathan. He's a monster, yeah, a too. Ball player. Ball player. Here so, to play football. Yes. <laughs> Sign me up, coach. I'm here to play, I'm here to play exactly. football. That's exactly. It. I, like, I love Danny Trevathan. He's a dog, man. You need, that's, I love this Bears defense. Man. There's not a player on the Bears defense I don't like. Yeah. So I'm love excited. It. Yeah. One down, two to go. Yeah. If we can clear this out, we're going to get Green Bay at home. We're going to beat Green Bay at home. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that now. That's how you feel. So if we can get this win, Green Bay is huff. We're winning in Lambeau. I mean, I, I mean uh, we're winning home. home. We should have won yeah. in Lambeau. Yeah. If we can get this game Sunday night, we need, we almost need the game Sunday night because we're. I'm telling you, fellas, and I love the Bears just as much as y'all, we are not going to Minnesota and winning. Yeah. We're gonna. We'd have to play. We could. Yeah. In my in my honest opinion, we're not. We're not going. So to. I would love to get this game. Got to get this W. Take care of business on Thanksgiving. Easy. Rest up. Yep. And we're off and running. I think we played. Nine, the, it's nine. Didn't three, I think right? we played yeah. the Giants? Yeah. Giants are trash. Giants are trash. Super trash. That would be eight and three. Yeah. That'd be huge to get some extra rest after Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know how good I'd feel after my Thanksgiving meal. We were sitting eight and three. Yeah. Eight and three with who? Who are we playing after that? I'll pull up the schedule. It's 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 somebody huff. I think it's the Giants. Our whole schedule is huff. Yeah, it's the Giants, and then we we could be nine and three. Then we take that L to the Rams. Yeah, cool. Yeah, where do we play the Rams? In Los Angeles. Oh, so yeah, that's a big L. No, no, we play the Rams at home. I'm sorry, oh, we could win that. Yeah, the Rams, the Ra at week Mac, seventeen. Mac, no, no, no. When we play the Rams at home? We play the Rams in week 14. Yeah, see, that might be a problem for the Rams. Why? Come to Chicago in week 14. You don't know what that weather is going to be like. Oh, that's true. It's the West Coast team, and they're coming across the country. The Bears have a home field advantage with that in the cold. So you you sounds like you less worried about the Rams, and you more worried about the Packers. I'm, I'm never worried about West Coast teams coming over here in the wintertime. Not at all. That's Not an interesting take. Yeah. Not at all. I think Khalil Mack would have to be all over Jared Goff ass. He will be. That quarterback play from them boys, yeah. from Goff. And Goff is a monster. Goff is nice. Goff bro. is a monster. They did lose Cooper Cup, though. Yeah, 20 Don't sleep on that Cooper Cup uh, loss. That's big. Yeah. And their defense is, hey, their defense is low-key suspect, too. And for as much talent as they have, yeah, it, their is, defense it is, is low key pretty suspect. Sus. Like, they got Aaron Donald. Um, 
What's the dude, dude, buddy you can throw on all day? Uh, Marcus, Marcus Cooper? Marcus Peters. Or Marcus Peters? Yeah. yeah, yeah, get throwing that guy all day. And he's talking shit, too. He's yeah, been getting yeah. ate up all season. Yeah, just eat him up. He's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel. Um, I'm not worried about the Rams coming to Chicago, to be honest with you. Not worried about that weather. Yeah. What if it's snowing? You slow that offense down. Now, they got Gurley. He's, he's a bad man, but I think we man. I think we're we're good against the run, man. I'm not. Yeah, I know. wouldn't mind an ugly game. Yeah, I'm not. Snow, but, well, no, but no. Yes, you would because then we gotta go, we gotta figure out the running game. Yeah, because we yeah, talked that's about this. Yeah. The Bears getting to a slug it out. That's not necessary. We better hope that offense works in snow. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, practice outside. I would love to be eight and three after Thanksgiving, yeah. going into play the Giants for sure. That'd be great. Yeah. So let's keep taking care of business at home. We're gonna do. We'll do one more. No, we no, we won't do one more show before that. But yeah, we'll see what happens. We got a shot there. Let's move over to the Bulls. Oh, hold on. Yeah, Cody Parkey. Oh yes. Wait a second. My bad. Mr. Hold Clank. on. Hold on. I'm four <laughs> clanks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, yo, funny you say that because I have a clip. I need to hold. On. I'm gonna send that to myself. Give me your thoughts on this. Uh. I've never seen. I mean, obviously, it's never happened before in a game. I've never seen anything like that. I've been, I've been shaky on Cody Parkey. I don't know what you were talking about as far as bringing in a veteran to give him some, fire him up or get him going, and that he's done it before. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that he's done it before. Dude, he's his his career with these four misses. Should, he's we, like he's did, like eighty six percent. That's right? fine. Didn't we lose a game because of Cody Parkey miss? From fifty plus fifty three. That was saying, hey, look, come on, G. He, hey, he's allowed hey, to miss one from hey, fifty three. Hey. Come on. What let's, happened let's on Sunday? Real. What happened? I don't I don't think he's that he has not been I don't know, man. You gotta bring in somebody not for to fire him up. You need to bring somebody in to see if somebody can kick better. I don't have confidence in him as a kicker. Listen. I don't have confidence in him as a kicker. Listen. He's eighty five or eighty six percent. Pull up Cody Parkey's numbers. With these with those misses yeah. included, he's like 86 percent for his career. So you can't just cut him. He had a bad game. I didn't say cut him. So then, what do you? So what are you talking about? I mean, about? bring in some kickers and see what's going on. Maybe That's you what might I was find saying. somebody, but not. Nah. To, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in the hope for a kicker. Like get him going. It's not like he needs to get fired up for the game. He doesn't need to get. You know what I mean? It's not like he's playing without passion. Like it, it's not. It's, that's not what it's about. It's not about effort. That was terrible. You can do that against shit. Yo, if you're gonna be a good team. You got to start getting rid of that shit that you can only do against shitty teams. And clanking four field goals off the post, or I'm sorry, what was it? One extra point and three field goals? Or two yes. and two, something like that. Whatever it was, um, you, you can't be doing that against good teams. You can't leave points out there on the field. So if you bring in somebody and you bring in some people to try out outside at Soldier Field, try them out there. And if you find somebody better, you might have to make that move. Pull me up real quick, Aaron. Shout out my guy, Shy City Thrift. Do he sent have, me this. Let me pull this up. Look at this, bro. This is from June 26, 2016. It's Cody Parkey. This is his set. It says Sunday activities. How ironic is this? Look. This is Cody Parkey practicing on a little Sunday activity in the summer a couple years ago. So he's practicing putting it off the post. So I thought that was that's where that's where his focus is. <laughs> I thought that was crazy that he was actually practicing that. I'm You're gonna see it. it in the vlog. I've never seen anything like that. It has to be some type of record. He put it off the post four times. I will say this: 
after the last one, the second missed field goal, because if you remember, he missed the field goal. Then Prince got the turnover right back on the next possession. Then they got the ball back again, and he missed another one off the post. The players ran up to him at midfield, gave him some love. It wasn't like a lot of cold shoulder. So I was excited to see that. But yeah, he's 84% for his career, 70% come on, G. this year. So, I mean, he's having he's missed a call. How many kicks has he missed? In his career? This year. He's missed four five, or three? Five. Five field goals? 13 for 18 on field goals, yeah. That's not very good. It's not very good. It's 15 so, points. Yeah, so, I mean, it's <laughs> 15 points. 15 points. The, and we just talked about he's the missed one. missed two extra points. That's 17 points. We just talked about the one in Miami. Yeah. One thing that we were talking about, and I heard Waddle and Sylvia and those guys on the radio. Oh, it was Miami where he missed it. To, you were there. There wasn't, there wasn't too much wind down there, right? No, there was no, that there, was, it, there wasn't any wind. That shit was, was pretty still. It was right? humid, but yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> it was thick though. Yeah, we can't blame him for that one. With but no fucking wind. It's fifty three yards. Listen, but man, listen, he gets paid to make that kick. He gets paid to make that kick. It no does put it pretty much. What happened on Sunday brings that back into question. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. But yeah, go ahead. Angel J wants to. He said, "Man, Parky has one job. Can't trust him. Where's Robbie Gold?" I'm saying 100%. And shout hey. out Jabari Lou. This is exactly what I was going to say. They were talking about this, that Cody Parkey never kicks at Soldier. He's always kicking at Hallis Hall. Yeah. You don't think that's a big deal? No, that's think, a huge deal. Yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. What, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, drive down. Especially because Soldier Field is a notoriously bad playing surface. You know what I mean? So it's not like it, 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 the Hallis Hall conditions are the same as Soldier Field, obviously. Soldier Field is terrible playing conditions. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, he should be practicing there. 100% he should be kicking there. It's the sight lines, everything. I mean, all that matters. All that matters. All that matters. And you and listen, you're not doing shit in practice. Yeah. Go be like, hey, coach. Put his ass on a bus. We're going to go. Fuck a bus. Put his ass on an Uber and, and take, go down there. Take the Mercedes that yeah. you're probably driving because yeah. what? We owe, you, we owe you 13 million guaranteed. Yeah. Drive down from wherever you live. Take somebody you with Cody you. Cody Parkey, 13 million guaranteed. I, I, th- I think it's something like – well, that was the other thing. I think it's like nine and a half or 13 or no, something like that. He's not like going that. anywhere. Is that – well, we can't do shit with him. He's, yeah. We owe him a ton of yeah, cash. He's like, he's anywhere. not going anywhere, right? Yeah. So, yeah. that. Um, should, when I saw that, I was shocked about that. He should be kicking at Soldier Field. I don't. I, yeah, that's his only job. He's literally not doing anything else. Absolutely. Nothing at all. You should just go down there yeah, and do your thing. You, should have you could go down there, field. kick for two hours, and go back up to the to the facility and go to meetings and make or whatever. It for special teams practice. Yeah. For kickoff, so, yeah. This is going to be a huge thing going forward because, as you've seen over the years, and with athletes in general, mental, man, it's a lot of mental stuff. When he starts to string this shit together and starts missing a bunch, who was the guy from Minnesota no. a couple years ago? Well, that was uh, not Blair, Blair Walsh. Walsh, he yeah. was incredible. His yeah. he was like the best rate. He had the best like yeah, percentage of all time. Good, yeah, he could never hit a field goal. He again. Could never miss, and then yeah. all of a sudden he just started missing shit all over the place. I remember Mason Crosby that one year. Yeah, so and luckily they kept him around. But right, it's very fickle. Yeah. So we have to keep an eye on this. Well, especially when the weather turns, man, he should be kicking down there at Soldier Field. Yeah. You got to get used to that. And I think it's you know. um it's a big deal because we're going to be playing close games. We're not a juggernaut like that. And this is the NFL. Yeah. We, we you can't miss out on points like that. You cannot leave points. No doubt. Um, let's move over to the Bulls. Bullies. 
Yo, shout out my girl V. She hooked me up with some OD tickets the other night. I went on uh, Saturday night. I caught um, the thriller against the Cavs. Yeah. Yo, your boy Colin Sexton's a clown. Yeah, by he the is. Way. He's terrible in the league. He's terrible in the league, and he's a goofball. Like, yeah. every time he missed a jumper, he was, like, talking to himself on the court. Like, yeah. He's for – he's – I think – He's doing a little too much for show and needs to yeah, start he like needs to settle down. getting his buckets well, you saw together. The report. Did you read that athletic report that came out on him? Uh-uh. That a lot of Cavs veterans, and I guess it ended up really being J.R. Smith, were like, yeah, this dude just doesn't know how to play basketball. Yeah, like, what is like, he we, doing? We think there's something wrong with them type shit. So, yeah. yeah. So, like. I guess Tristan Thompson now is, like, mentoring him. There was a. Oh, that's a great yeah, mentor. That's, 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 I would not he, listen to anything <laughs> that guy says. That reminds me of when uh, reports were coming out that Mark Sanchez was was uh, mentoring Trubisky. I'm like, nah, please stop. Yeah, please stop. Please get him away but from Trubisky. No, I mean, Tristan Thompson's even worse. Yeah, but. Don't take advice from that dude. Yeah, and they don't play the same position. That's weird. Yeah. I don't, anyway, but. Um, Caught on camera. She hooked me up with some sick tickets. I was sitting right on second row on the baseline. Yeah, that window Carter picture. That was, window uh, Carter yeah, picture was, was my, like yeah. from my phone. Yeah, it was yeah. right. I was right there. It was yeah. sick. Um, I was talking to my guy Blakeney. I was yelling at him. He gave. He looked at me. Gave Saw me a little you. salute. Yeah. I was basically yelling that he was a basket. Everybody was laughing and shit. Um, but last night we played uh, Dallas. I was excited to see that because Luka Doncic. Yeah. He didn't play that well, but he showed some flashes on why he's. I, I can see why he's been playing as yeah. well as he's been playing, whatever. He's got um, a nice little game. Question for you. Yep. After the game, check out the the column on The Athletic, uh, Darnell uh, Mayberry. Yeah. Darnell. Daryl Mayberry, excuse me. Is it Daryl or? It's Darnell. It's Darnell, right? Yeah. I'm tripping. Darnell yeah. Mayberry. Shout out D. Mayberry. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wrote a column. He always writes, like, the notes from his notebook. Yeah, the yeah, notes yeah, from the my notebooks. notebook. Yeah, it's, actually, yeah, yeah. it's a great it's, column. It's a great, it's a great piece. Yeah, I like it. And, um... He talked about Zach Levine, <laughs> and Zach Levine still did this thing last night. I think he had 26. Mm-hmm. But the main question was, is Zach Levine – How? it wasn't a question that is Zach Levine tired. How tired is he, and can he continue to shoulder this load? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, 0 for 6 from three-pointer last night. Um, yeah, I mean, the team's not that good, man. So a lot is on Zach, right? Especially with how hot he started. Now they're really looking for him and really looking for him to continue that way. Um, I think he can. I'm not worried about Zach Levine getting tired. You know, what are we – how many games are we into the season? 15? Yeah, about, about Yeah, that. 15 games into the season. I'm, I'm not too worried about that. I mean, I'm sure his usage rate is off the charts. And help is coming, man. Those guys will be back in a couple months. We'll be fine. I'm not too worried about that at all. Shoulder what low, man? We're not look, look, man. We're not here to win ball games, <laughs> so I'm not worried about him shouldering any load. Yeah. The load for what? And what happens if he can't shoulder it? What we're gonna lose? We're not here to win ball games. It's okay. Let him continue to be featured as the top option. You know, let him get better. Let's continue to see his playmaking develop. I saw on Twitter the other day they had a breakdown of a nice play that Fred had called, and uh, you know, pretty much where Zach. Levine ended up making the pass to Wendell Carter. So let him continue to develop that way. I'm not worried about him shouldering the load and then him running out of gas because the result's going to be the same anyways. We're going to lose a ton of games, right? Dying for Zion. That's what we need right Dying now. For Zion. Dying for Zion. You know, yeah. whatever it might be. You know, whoever whoever one you want to go on. It's that new lottery system now. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not the same as it was. Yeah. 
Either way, whatever, fine. You can get Reddish. You can get Zion. I mean, you, you still got a better shot if the more games. You get the other guy. You got there. Who's the other guy? That the, the who's the guard? Uh, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Uh, Zion Williams. You got Zion, and then you and got R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. I'll yeah. take all of them. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I'll take any of them. Give me Zion. I mean, I don't know what that is. Uh, we can talk about that another episode. I, I've never. That's a whole another level of athlete. But either way, it doesn't matter, man. I, who cares? The results going to be the same for the Bears or for the Bulls. The results going to be the same. We're not here to win ball games. So I'm not worried about that at all. I'd be worried about if we were trying to win ball games and go to the playoffs. This whole shoulder the load and is he tired? Listen, if you're getting paid $20 million and you want to be the man and you're an offensive scorer, you're going to have to, on a shit team, you're going to have to carry the load. And I liked his response. Like He was like, hey, I'm doing the best I can. I'm getting out there. I'm going to get it. I'm trying on D. I'm doing everything I can. But, like, it is what it is. It is what it is. You're on a shit team. Bad team. You, you, you got a big offer. You're yep. getting paid 20 per. You're looking to be an all-star. Yeah. Like, what what, what do you want, bro? And he can't be mad because every day Zach Levine walks into the stadium, he looks up, and you know what he sees? A green light. And that's what all players want, especially scorers. So it, it doesn't matter, man. I mean, I think, again, like you said, that that's what, what's he going to do about it? And, he, yeah, he shouldn't be tired for $20 million a year. I don't think he is tired. He's just going to have some bad games. He doesn't have any help out there. Defenses are going to key on him. Rick Carlisle's a good coach. You know what I mean? Yes, he is. He's a championship coach. Yeah, he the is. a shit roster right now. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Shout out my boy Dirk, man. He's just yeah. getting checks. Was that the, so, was that the last game that they'll be in Chicago? Like, are we done? Is Dirk never going to play in the UC again? I don't know. I'd have to look at yeah, I saw some quotes from him. He said maybe he loves playing the- United Center. loves the energy and everything like that. Yeah. Hey, we've talked about it before, but. Dirk's a legend, man. Shout out Dirk for winning a championship. Nobody's legacy has been helped more With by winning a championship than Dirk Nowitzki. The way they won it, too, was yeah. good. Yeah. Just mashed out the heat yep. with LeBron. Like, yep. yeah, it was a good win. Yeah. Um, I know we like to mash Justin Holiday. He played well last night. Yeah. Was playing defense. He's great. He was giving Doncic a little trouble, which I, I would hope he would give a rookie. Yeah. Um, but so we got to give him some love when love is due. Yeah, Archie, go for it. Been playing ball. He plays ball. Yo, he plays ball. <laughs> you know he's got that. He's got that TJ McConnell in him. Yes. Yeah, and TJ McConnell will stick around and, this league. And TJ McConnell <laughs> plays ball. TJ McConnell T- will stick around this league. That's a good point. You know what I mean, those guys they always have a place for a backup point guard that can run the team and not make mistakes. And looks like he can shoot a little and bit. It's feisty and it's smart. Smart and one and, and hustles and a proven winner, one in college. Yep, yeah, all day. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it, I mean, I think Brunson's better, but it's that same type of mold to play. Like those heady point guards that can make plays and don't necessarily rely on their athleticism aren't going to give you twenty. But you know, when you put them in, they're able to run the show. Those those dudes stay around the league and they're valuable. Back to back DMPs for campaign. Good. The more Archie plays like that, I don't I don't see him playing at all. So that was um. When is Chris Dunn due back? I don't know. I don't know. When's Denzel Valentine due back? I'm not I sure. forgot he was even on the Bulls. Yeah, no, those, those three should be back. I'm and assuming Lori? they're all, maybe all at the same time. Or Bobby Portis, too. Yeah, I don't when know. contract Bobby coming I back? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when they're coming back. That's I, a good I know question. Zach Levine doesn't want Bobby Portis to come back. They go some shots. But, yeah, con- we need contract Bobby back. Yeah, I thought another good point, and give me your thoughts on this. Um, Mayberry mentioned in this piece, Maybe to give a little load off, or take a little load off of Levine, we should be running more offense through Wendell. Yeah. 
I don't I don't disagree with that. I'm going to tell you this. When I was watching, when I was at the game on Sunday, and when I was watching, he passes up a lot of shots that I think he should be trying to put in the basket. Mm-hmm. Like he's looking for an extra pass. Then I'm like, bro, fucking lay that up. Flex. Yeah, yeah go flex. Put, put your back to the it, basket, yeah. make a move, and put that in. Well, the- that's the thing. Nobody's gonna yell at you, right? It's all good, man. Just like, yeah, he, he needs to flex a little bit. Which again, maybe he's a rookie. He seems like he's kind of like a nice kid. Like maybe he's not trying to step on anybody's toes yet, but. I think if you're afraid, you should just tell him, hey, man, let it go. If you feel like you have a good look up there, don't pass it up. Take it. That's what we want from you. We want you to develop. So go ahead and go for it. Again, like, these guys have to know they're not going to win a lot of ball games this year. So, I mean, yeah, go for it, man. You're playing 38 minutes again. How how many play? 26 minutes last night, nine field goal attempts. So that's not bad, but, you know. No, but I wouldn't be mad if he was getting more sets. Yeah. Like, come down, here's a set for Wendell Carter. Get a shot up. I think it's a little bit of that, I'm a rookie, I'm a little timid. But give him that, like, yo, this is your set. Like, he's not putting up shots that aren't put like this. They're not designed for him. He's kind of trying to stay within the offense, and he's doing stuff like looking for the right play when he could easily just get the ball, turn around, and, and get a foul, get a shot up. And run some plays for him because pretty soon when Portis and Marketing come back, those those opportunities for Carter aren't going to be there as much. You know what I mean? Because you, your number one priority when Laurie Marketing comes back is going to be to rework Laurie Marketing into this offense above all else, right? Like, that is priority one for the Bulls. That's supposed to be one of your cornerstones here. So they're going to want to work him in over anything else. So while you have this opportunity to have Carter play these type of minutes, give him the opportunity, call some plays for him so that when marketing comes back, at least you know what you have in Carter and you can then know how you can work the two of them together, know both of their strengths and weaknesses. So, yeah, I think that's that's probably a flaw of Hoiberg right now that he's not calling enough plays for uh, for a guy like Wendell Carter. Yeah, because he's got some offensive game. I mean, he he has some game. You know, he can play. Absolutely. And Obviously, this is, and great, this is, good on defense, and I mean, yeah. And this is the perfect time to do it because we were talking about before the season where our shots going to come from marking yeah. and Portis, etc. But we don't have to worry There's about plenty that. Plenty of shots to go around right so now. So let's get him some more buckets and, yeah. and, and try to go about it that way. Jabari. So, yeah, he can he can give up some shots. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind him giving up some shots, no doubt. Would you look into moving Jabari? Man, I don't even want to talk about dude. I mean, wh- wh- why moving him this year? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you would. What can we? I mean, what can we do? What, what, I mean, if we got a, a decent deal for him, what? What's a decent deal? I don't know. I mean, that's if, what I'm if saying. You got like, two number twos for Jabari. Would you do it? Two twos. Yeah, I'd do it. Two twos. Yeah. At this point, it's not going to turn into anything. I mean, you know, I would you just, know where we I would are. just hold. I, yeah. Hold on, no, for what? Yeah, it's true too. I don't know. You're not bringing him back next year, right? Under no circumstances. <laughs> it doesn't seem that yeah. way. No. So I think, yeah, I think at this point you should look. You should put Jabari out there. Yeah. He's not happy. You could tell he's not happy. Look he at was, his interviews. He was so fired up after the Sunday game. I was listen. I, I and I even posted this on No Catch Up IGTV. I recorded the last possession of the game when he got that block on Collins. Yeah. After the yeah, second that was shot. great. Yeah. Bro, he ran off the court and took his jersey off and threw it in the stands. Yeah. So, like, he was fired up then. He's just got to string some games together and kind of – but, yeah, man, I mean, who knows? I don't – You can't me with two twos for Jabari right now. You can have them. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't me for the one, you can absolutely have them. I don't care if it's protected one through 28. I think the Bulls – Bulls' next game is – I don't even know who it is. I can look it up really, really quick. 
Oh, we're at the Celtics tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to get rolled. I don't know. They're not very good. They're not very good, but this is, like I said, this is what the doctor ordered. Just like when I said, like, this is what the doctor ordered for New Orleans. At home, we were going to New Orleans. We lost that game handily. We Mm kind of kept it closer than I thought we would, but going to Boston is not a good look for us, especially with Levine playing 42 minutes a game, and he's our best scorer. I don't like it, especially when... Yeah, I just don't like it. So I think it's a perfect segue to what we want to talk about, man, yeah. with panic mode. Boston. Yo, NBA. NBA's lit right now. The graphic what I put up, I told Aaron <laughs> to put up, was I love this game. Yeah. Like, it's just, the NBA's the best, it's bro. It's the best. It's the best. It's great. I love the association. It's nightly drama every night. It's yearly drama. It's, it's all When the game's day. not on the court, the game is off the court. Yeah. It, it, it's it's great. And, uh, you know, I think we've ignored it the last couple of weeks, talked a lot of Bulls. Yeah. I know we want to always keep it Chicago, but I think it's, it's around that time for the kind of national roundup and see what's going on around the association. And before I know we you're get, watching. Yeah. I'm watching. 100%. Yeah. Before we get into the panic, mm-hmm. can I just say this? What's going on with Draymond and KD and the Warriors? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Love it like how? I love to see them in any type of disarray. Well, Draymond... A little disarray. They've lost two in a row, yeah. right? Yeah. They've lost two in a row. Yeah. Curry's out. Draymond's getting suspended Yo, for you... yelling at KD. It's I love it. They are I'm such so, a... I'm so happy that they're in a, a, little, a, a tiny, tiny spiral, bro. Something happens to them, and maybe this is a testament to him. Um, I guess this is a testament to him. Yo, when they're without Steph Curry... This ball team, I mean, they're still the best team in the league with, with or without Steph Curry, but without Steph Curry, they are a drastically different squad. And I get he's a two-time MVP, obviously that makes sense, but yeah. you think, okay, they still got Draymond, Clay, KD. Steph brings them together. I don't know what it is, um, but yeah, I, I think it's funny, man. If, if it really was about, um, they said Draymond came at KD about his summer free agency plans, like... I'm, I'm going to tell you what it is. What is that? I think that's a good point. So when Curry's out... yeah. The next biggest voice on the floor is Draymond. Is Draymond? Well, it's always Draymond. The biggest voice yeah, on the floor is always. I, I think Curry can kind of wrangle. I think Draymond they all love bit. Curry, bro. Right. I think they all watch Curry when he gets hot. And it's like everything's okay. But what I'm saying is, so well, the, the, the original three, yeah. is Draymond, Clay, and Steph. Right? right. So when Steph is out, Draymond's the next alpha dog. Because Clay doesn't say shit. Yes, because Clay never says anything. Not at all. Doesn't say, doesn't. You care. see him in between them while they're arguing. Clay was just. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the wing. I'm good. Hey, I'm open. I don't, I'm, I'm, open open. Too. I'm open. Just I'm on the wing. Just hit me. <laughs> or don't. So, yeah. So, I think the, the difference between that is the next biggest voice yeah. out there is Draymond. Right. So, and KD, as much as he wants to be a part of as much as much as he is a part of that group, he's not a part he's of that original. He's an outsider. He's an outsider to, the, outsider, to yeah. that original yeah. Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Steve Kerr. Yeah, he's like the he's, substitute superhero right. that kind of came in. It's so, like, oh, yeah. And a perfect example of that is a, a little bit of, of Draymond's ego getting in the way. Is um, Pull me up real quick, Aaron. Is this right here. The last possession. Yeah, what's he doing? They need a basket. What is he doing? Who? I have no what idea. What is he doing? Like, What is he doing? I have no clue. Clay Thompson's on the floor. Kevin Durant is on the floor. That, that doesn't forget Clay Thompson being on the floor. Kevin Durant is on the floor. And he's asking for the ball. He's saying, hey, yes, that's I need me the rock. all day. Yeah, and I need the rock. That's mine. And this is kind of What where... is he doing? Hit that back one more time. Yeah. 
And my guess is, I don't know if Golden State had a timeout or not, but I know in the audio they mentioned no timeout for Golden State because no, they don't have one. You can see it on the on the, okay. On the they don't have one, yeah. but I mean, I'm assuming with Steve Kerr running shit, and then this is where this this Woj tweet comes. Story from Spears. Late game exchange between Kevin Durant and Draymond Green carried in the locker room Monday night with teammates loudly confronting Green for decision-making on final player regulation, seen described as one of the most intense in G-State era. Now, my, my question is, who's loudly confronting Draymond Green in that locker room that's not Steph Curry? Kevin Durant. Is, he, is that the only one? Who else probably could Kevin be? Durant, probably not. not Who else play. could it be? Name Maybe one. Iguodala. Maybe Iggy. Yeah, Iguodala Iggy, has weight in that Iggy locker room. Say, he can Iggy say what can he needs to say. To him. Yeah. Um, I thought Sean funny, Livingston I thought maybe funny that Boogie was playing peacemaker. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, Iguodala. Iguodala is probably the one who can step up and be like, "Yo, you know what I mean?" Like, yeah, Iguodala's Iguodala's a very respected vet. Yeah, no doubt. No so doubt. So yeah. I think it's interesting with that going on. I think it's great that they suspended him. That's a hundred and thirty thousand dollars suspension. Yeah. So like, that's not well, like a little. That might rub Draymond a little bit of the wrong way. Like, he might nah. be at the crib like, wow, they really did, like. Or he might know that he had it coming to him. And this isn't the first Draymond issue. Their issues behind the scenes have always revolved around Draymond Green. Remember, I think it was like two years ago they said that Draymond and Clay weren't getting along. Draymond's had issues there, but I think what makes him good is also what kind of makes him like that. Yeah. He's just a volatile personality. Like, you need that on the court when you need it, but I think, dude, also – I mean, look at the LeBron shit. I mean, he punched him in the nuts and, and gets suspended for a game. He does shit like that. You know what I mean? So I think that uh, you just got to be able to control it. I think it's interesting if he was coming at KD about where you're going to play next summer. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know why he he shouldn't have issue with that. KD can go wherever the fuck he wants to, first yeah. and foremost. If KD wants to go play in Utah, he can go play in Utah. Right. You know what I mean? If he wants to go play for the but Sacramento Kings, I think that's Draymond's style. Draymond's style. What can, I just want to know what he would say to him. Are you going to leave us next year? Like, what? Like, why, like why don't you make it's a like decision on where you're going to play next year? 65 games left You're asking in the for year. the ball. We don't even know if you're going to be here. It's probably something like that. I don't know. Maybe he's saying you're not making decisions we're getting away at my money because I think Draymond's up for his contract, too. Who yeah. knows? What? Either way, I, I, whatever. But that's Draymond's style. He gets personal, like with that Paul Pierce shit. They don't love you like that. Well, that's true, He tries though. to hit you. But like, that was true. But, yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> they don't. He, he just tries to hit you hit you as hard as he can. Which is what, why what LeBron did was so brilliant. LeBron knew he could get in his head yeah. before that happened. LeBron said, watch this. I'm going to get this dude suspended. We'll leave it at this. Yeah. I'm just happy to see them in any type of disarray. Fuck the Warriors. And I hope they keep spiraling. But it won't make a difference because they'll still win the championship. Anyway, we should cut that last piece because I'm, I'm tired. Well, of, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, but I know the truth. Let's talk Jimmy Butler to Philly. Yeah. Does that make them the best team in the East? No. Really? I still think Toronto's the best team in the East, yeah. Kawhi back back. Kawhi is back back. That boy back back. And I think Ka Kawhi and Kyle Lowry is a nice little uh, interesting interesting combination. And they got other players. Don't we talked about this. Danny yeah. Green out there? Yep. Um, my boy Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Vliet, Rockford's finest. Rockford's finest. Rockford's <laughs> finest. Shout out the whatever six one seven six one eight whatever yeah. it is. Um, Van Vliet. They got some other players, man. Pull up. You got the roster. Yeah, no, Toronto's Toronto nice. Toronto is kind of stacked. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Kawhi I like what they brings, got going on. brings a whole different dynamic, especially when the playoffs start to roll around. He brings a superstar. You know they're, what I mean? He brings a lockdown defender. Yeah. They're putting up 100. <laughs> Serge Ibaka. Yeah, they're putting up 117 a night. Too, Scoring, which is, yeah. And 
if you could put if you could put up one seventeen tonight, and then when the best player in town has to see Kawhi, yeah, yikes! And he seems happy out there. Yeah, seems happy out there. If they can convince him to stay, that'd be crazy. But I, I and, and I, I don't necessarily rule it out either. But um, right now to me, yeah, Toronto's the best team in the East until they're not. Second best team in the East is Milwaukee until they're not. Third best team in the East right now is probably Philly. We got to see, right? Yeah. Like, Jimmy could come in there and they could be mowing mowing cats down. All day. Like, Jimmy could come in there and, and, and really bring that heat and that fire that they might be missing. It's going to be interesting if, to see him playing with Simmons. If they get Jimmy Butler, they're good. If they get Jimmy Hollywood, they got something else coming <laughs> to them. Yeah, they, <laughs> that could be an issue. Um, no, I think I think it's gonna be great. I'm not really worried about it. I think I think you can't underestimate how much he hated going into the gym every day. And like especially looking at Andrew Wiggins. And looking at Cat, yeah. Yeah, well Cat is one thing. At least Cat put up numbers in like a play, you but he that? Huh? that water when you're done? I'm sorry. Oh. So do what? Pass me some of that oh, when you get yeah. a chance. Oh, yeah, especially uh, <laughs> especially like Wiggins, right? Because I'm sure he looked at Wiggins and said, yo, like if I was born with the natural talent that you had and my work ethic, because, you know, I made myself into the player that I am, but just the natural talent that Wiggins has, because he's talented. I mean, he doesn't try, but yeah. he's naturally talented. Like, I would be amazing. You know what I mean? And just watches Wiggins not give a shit, and I think that just killed him. He watches Cat not give a shit on D, but be phenomenal on offense. He's like, yo, if you brought it on both ends, like how good you could be. I think that bothered him to his core. That's not going to be an issue with Embiid, and I don't think that's going to be an issue with Simmons. Those guys play hard on both ends of the floor. You know what I mean? Um, and B plays harder than people even realize. Yeah. Like, I know he's a clown on social media and he trolls people and all that. That boy plays, plays hard D. on D. And he's a monster. Oh, yeah. like, he plays hard. So, I, yeah. And Simmons, and here's the thing. I mean, Simmons, yeah, like, Jimmy Butler needs the ball and so does Ben Simmons. But Ben Simmons does not need to score. You know what I mean? Ben Simmons will facilitate. Ben Simmons will rebound. He'll do his thing. He's not. He's not, He doesn't need to go for 30. Right? And he, he can't shoot. So it doesn't necessarily matter, but I think that looks good, man. I'm not necessarily worried about them, but I, I won't put them as the best team in the East or the second best team in the East. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, we'll see. That's going to be interesting. Yep. That's a perfect segue into we. Let's do an initial panic meter because I know you wanted to do that with you know Houston yeah. Lakers, etc. Like we talk real quick, Markel, Giannis. Yeah, well, he's the MVP yeah. right now. Yes, hands down. Yes, it's a problem. He's unstoppable. Unstoppable. He was unstoppable. Like he was unstoppable last year. <laughs> 29, 13, and 6. And he's taken his game to another level this year. Like, it, it, it's probably not by much, but he's Euro-stepping people and holding the ball over their head and then just dunking the ball. Like Giannis is averaging 25 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, stealing a half, a block and a half, and shooting 55% from the field. And his team has three losses. He's shooting 7% from three-point line. His team has three losses <laughs> with a win against Golden yeah, State. Like, yeah. yeah, he's an MVP yeah, he's right a problem. now. He's a, he's a really, really, really big problem. Now, to go from a super positive like Giannis, and we should get up to Milwaukee and catch a game 100%, in yeah, that new yeah. arena. I want to see Giannis in person. Yeah, we could get some cheap yeah. tickets and go. We should do that. We should make a weekend Let's out of that, that and go yeah. check that out. Yeah, I that'd love, be fun. love Milwaukee. Yeah, a new, a, down for a new little building. Yeah. Have a nice little, up, uh, have a nice little night. Yeah. yeah, we should do like a night, get like a hotel. Yeah, yeah we should definitely we do that. Airbnb. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, a great transition, big time positive story in Giannis. 
Let's go over to Markel Fultz because we were just talking about Jimmy. We were just talking about Philly. I don't want to harp on it too much, but I tweeted a video of Markel Fultz getting baskets at Washington. Like it's a bucket getter in college, like a yeah. video of him in college, and he was a basket bucket getter, smooth, confident. The crazy part about it is, is like this biggest game was he was like a smooth, effortless scorer. Yeah, he wasn't like a crazy athlete or anything yeah, like that. Like yeah, he it's was the exact yeah, opposite. Yeah, one week he can shoot a free throw. Like last week, there's video of him shooting perfect form, follow through free throw. Uh, yeah. Last night, before he double clutched the free throw, his first free throw was all net perfect. Yeah. And the yeah. very next free throw, he double clutched. Yeah. This is one of the most interesting things I've ever seen. We've seen it in baseball with Rick Ankeel. Yeah. We've seen it with Knobloch where they, like, Knobloch couldn't throw at the first base. Yeah. Rick Ankeel all of a sudden couldn't pitch and throw it to the home plate. I've never seen it in hoops. No. So I'm saying, I think with a pitcher, it might even be more common because it, it's so mental. Yeah, you know, you, you're kind of out there by yourself. But uh, I've never seen. I've never hoops. seen anything like this, man. I've never seen anything like it. It's funny. Like I got, I got my girl into it. I'm just, I was telling her about like, yeah, Markel Falls. This dude got her same. He was the number one pick in the draft last yeah. year. Didn't play for most of the year. Forgot how to play ball. And you kind of look back on it, man, and it's it's literally one of the craziest stories I've ever seen in the NBA. I've never seen anything like this. You know what I always go back to though. Do you remember last summer, right, or two summers ago, Boston had the number one pick in the draft. Everybody in the world had them taking Markel Fultz. Oh, and they went back? They go pre-draft process with Markel Fultz. As soon as they can, they trade that pick to Philly. Like Danny Ainge is like, He saw something about that. Something's not right. Something's not right. Do you think it was more he saw something in Markel that might have been trouble or – he saw just that much in Tatum, and he was like, I can move back. They might be both pretty good, no. but let me move back, get some more assets, well, you, you know, and I'll first take off, Tatum. Who, who was on the Tatum train earlier? That was me. Yes. I, I was on it you early. Were, you know who else was? Yeah. You and my father. Yeah. My dad was like, this so dude, this dude no. is a fucking yeah, I, don't, I don't know what you're watching, but that's yeah. basketball. I told you. And, and I, was I go, that comes to like, the NBA and works right away. Yeah, I don't really see it like so that. I was like, that, that comes to the NBA and works works today. You and my dad were like, yeah. nah, nah, that's the best play in the yeah. draft. And I was like, right. he, he could be in Durham on Sunday and be in the NBA on Monday. And it's, it's and translated. It brings it with him. It's real kind of In the suitcase. Yeah, he brings it with him. That's there all the time. I saw that was a bucket. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I think it was a combination of both, right? I was like, he probably thought we're not going to go wrong taking Tatum or worst case scenario ball. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the, the, the either two or three was either going to be Tatum or ball, but it was pretty much Fultz ball and then the three with Tatum. Yeah. Um, but I think he also probably, maybe he just saw something mentally. Ainge has been in this game for a long time. He's been around championship teams, all that. He might've just saw something that's been like, dude, I, there's something off about this dude. It's mental, right? At this point, we know it's mental. Yeah, he got hurt, but when he got hurt, he changed his jumper stroke for no reason, and since then hasn't been able to shoot. Well, the story is that his old form was hurting his shoulders, and it was too painful to shoot how he was shooting before, so he changed it. But I've never heard that. This seems so mental to me. Yeah. Like, okay, you change it. That would be like when Tiger Woods changed his golf stroke. All of a sudden, he, it was just like he couldn't function. Yeah, it's just like you golfers can, change their stroke all, all the, time. the time. Like you can change your all their time. This is a very interesting thing. And quarterbacks switch their tighten up their mechanics. Yeah, all like, the time. And I think we could talk about this for a long time. <laughs> we are missing a lot of information 
about this Markel Fultz oh, situation yeah. that's going to come out down the road and down the line at some point, and we're just going to have to well, wait for it to Well, you want to know the happen. best thing about it is they unceremoniously dumped their GM after the Twitter scandal, so he'll probably write a book. The Colangelo book might, might tell us about what was really going on with Markel Fultz because we didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. But, yeah, something happened, man. But like you said, at this point, it's definitely mental. I mean, uh, again, I always go back to that Ainge. It was it was a lock. They they even said we're taking them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But something happened. They wanted no part of them. It was interesting. the The reason and imagine I say Philly it's mental, Tatum. Yeah, it'd be crazy. It's because you can't go out there and one one jumper look fine and perfect and, it, and it's all net, yeah. and then the next jumper be all types of whack and you're double clutching. That's well, mental. The hitch in your in your shot is mental. Yeah. Charles Barkley said that about his golf swing. He said yeah. it's mental. I've seen therapists. It's it's mental. I cannot not do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what's the panic meter before we get into these teams? What's yeah. the panic meter on faults? Do you give them another full year? Do you what do you do? When I heard that Jimmy Trade was coming, I was like, okay, Fultz is definitely in this package. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, shout out to them for not for not having to include Fultz in that package. I don't know how Minnesota doesn't get Fultz back in that deal. Um, like almost as like a throw in. I'm saying I want that guy. Why not? Yeah, as a throw in, you take two years on him as a flyer. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work out. He doesn't cost a lot of money. They, they weren't ready to give up on him. Yeah, man. maybe they weren't. Um, I think you know he obviously can't start now anymore. You just throw McConnell in there, let him do his thing, or whatever it's going to be. But. Um, if I was a Philly fan, I mean, I wouldn't be panicking right now because of the state of my team. But if you put just that incident, a 10. Panic is a 10. It's a full panic. It's looking like a full-blown It's bust. a full panic. What's the positive to take from Markel Fultz right now? Yeah. What positive can you pull? There's nothing positive about him. And what we'll revisit about Philly is this whole, the whole, all those years of tanking, this is the final product, bro. Yeah. Ben Simmons, Simmons Joel, Joel Embiid, Embiid Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. That's it. So if y'all don't make noise with these three... The, that's going to be your core for, a, for yeah. unless Jimmy next week says, I, I want to leave. He doesn't like it. Now I'm just thinking about if they had taken Tatum. But, like, yeah, that's 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 your core. This is the final yeah, product of that. So That's the process. We're going we're gonna to re. If you told me that that's what the Bulls process turned into, three players of that caliber, you know, and at that point in their career, two young guys and one veteran who we may have to pay a shit ton of money to in a year, but we're going to be a top four team in the East, I'll be okay. Yeah. I'd be okay. No doubt. Especially with the two young guys. Panic meter. Give me give me give me your I know you want to talk about Houston. We'll just go a few teams. Yeah. First, what's your panic meter on Boston? Where are you at? Low. One in ten. Low? Low. Uh one in ten. I'll give it a six because Gordon I'm worried about Gordon Hayward. You don't think he looks right? He looks terrible. Yeah, he looks awful. He looks awful. Yeah. And he's on this minute restriction. I don't like minute restrictions. I hate minute restrictions. You, you Yo, and Tom Thibodeau. If you're healthy, <laughs> yeah, we're dead. Shout out to Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> Remember when Joe Kim yeah, was on the minute restriction? Minute restriction. Why is that? I'm not fucking about Is he on the bench? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's here. He's suited up. Yeah. <laughs> but think about minute restrictions is like, is he healthy or not? Yeah. He's healthy, then play him how he's supposed to be playing, right? Right. But when he's been out there, he's looked bad. They haven't looked all that good. That comment Kyrie made about, I wish we had like a, you know, we need that. The veteran, the veteran guy that yeah. can do this and do that. Yeah, Al Horford, don't you? That was kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, interesting there. I'll give it a six because they're in the East. They're a lock to make the playoffs. Yeah. They have so much young talent. They have a great coach in Stevens. Panic meter is six, and it's like a six point zero. Like, so it's Brad just, Stevens for me puts it at like a four point five. Yeah, he's just like when your coach is that good, you figure it out. And you're not going to tell me a team with that much. I just think that they. they 
Yeah, there's just some issues they have as far. Dude, they got so much talent. Yeah. And he has so many minutes and shots to figure out. He's still trying to figure it out. And when he and when he says they're not being coached right, I'm not coaching them. I'm going to get them yeah. right. He knows. He sees what's going on. He knows what's going He's on. not delusional. So I'm yeah, not worried it's, about it. Yeah, I put him at a 4.5. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. Where you at with Houston? I think it's a 7. Wow. And I, and I say that because I think they're going to make the playoffs. The so reason Houston I, right now sitting at 5 and 7. Twelfth in the West and uh, four and six in the last ten. Well, the reason I have it at a seven is because we were talking about them competing to win the West. Yeah. So like, it's the, the panic meter's up there because I don't really see how that's possible. No. So that like that's there's a little bit of panic there for me. And did you, I don't know if you caught the interview with Maury. He looked disheveled when they were asking him questions about Melo. No. They had they had a oh, bunch had of mics in his, they had a bunch of mics in his face and they were like so what's up with Melo like reports are coming out that he's not going to play he's played his last game and he's like oh, well, I don't know what reports we're evaluating everything we're, yeah we're yes that's exactly what he was saying he's yeah. like we're looking at all options we're looking just, at all just, options just let Melo go it looked a little sus and I'm worried because they thought it was going to be sweet to let Ariza walk and they thought and it was going to be sweet to like Bamute walk yeah. and it's not looking You forgot you need to play defense in in the NBA. And it's not looking as sweet as you thought it was going to be. Those are two perimeter def- or two great defenders, right? And that that was one thing that was a sneaky good thing about Houston last year than apparel to years past is they were better at defense cuz you had those guys, right? And yeah, I I think I think you're 100% right. I think they made some questionable personnel decisions, for sure. Yeah, they thought you gotta it was, keep one of those. They two thought guys. it was sweet, yeah. and it's like, hey, it's not, it's not. It's, it's, this this is the year West. Older for Chris Paul. Yeah, this is the James NBA, Harden bro. Like one percent right now. Yeah, and they kind of, you know what it is? They went the route. I think Maury in his head was thinking. How do we outscore Golden yeah. State? How do we outscore them and let two perimeter defenders walk in two separate, uh, two two perimeter defenders walk two years in a row? Yeah. And now they can't outscore them and they well, can't stop them on. They, how they did they almost beat them, them last year? They kept all those games under 100. Right. All those games in that Western Conference Finals were under 100. Right. It wasn't about outscoring anybody. That's not what it's about in the playoffs. Right. That's not what it's about in the playoffs. You got to lock people up. Lockdown defenders matter. So the panic meter is seven because they were talking about them competing for the West at, yeah. at, in its entirety, and that is not looking like options. So where do you have them? So, I mean, I, I didn't realize Portland is 10-3 and three right now. That's crazy. Shout out Dame Lillard. Um, Shout out CJ McCollum. That's CJ McCollum. That's my yeah. guy. He's yeah. a basket. So, I mean, are you, you think they're a top top four in the West? You think that, So do you think that they will shake out like we both think that Boston will, right? Or Mike D'Antoni is not Brad Stevens. Well, Mike D'Antoni is definitely <laughs> not Brad Stevens, um, but Mike D'Antoni does get doesn't get enough credit as he probably should for being ahead of his time and, yeah, he and the running gun yeah. and all that stuff, whatever. But let's be, let's be serious. Sacramento is going to come back down to earth. Of course, they already are. Shout out Vlade. Actually, I guess they're seven and three in their last ten. But yeah, um, are the Clippers real? Like, seems so, right? Yeah. So, so there's a lot of there's Dude, a, the Clippers. The Clippers are decent, man. They got some solid players. Tobias Harris, Gallinari, my, my man from Chicago. Uh, come on, my man's dude. Pat Pat Bev. Pat Bev. Pat yeah. Bev's a dog. Yeah. Pat Bev can play on my team any day of the week. I'll go doesn't to war with Pat Bev. Are. Doesn't care. Doesn't, doesn't care. Doesn't matter. Doesn't I'm matter here to play defense. To play ball. I don't need buckets. You can have those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out Pat Beverly. Um. 
Yeah, I mean, okay, so yeah, Sacramento's going to come back down to earth. Obviously, Memphis is going to come back down to earth. I don't know. Where, what is, was those, do they do they come back to maybe like what the sixth seed, fifth seed? Fifth seed, sixth seed. They yeah. could they could get, which is they crazy. Could get, they could get they back won sixty five games last year. Yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting. Yep. Yeah, you got another panameter? Lakers. Zero. Zero because <laughs> this is exactly where they, where they were supposed to be yeah. and where they were gonna be. People are panicking about them, which I don't I don't understand. This they is the thing. Like they fired. were at best gonna be a seven or an eight seed at yep. the very best. Look at the roster. It's his first year out there. And I'm going to keep telling y'all this if you're listening. LeBron really doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm telling you this now. He really doesn't care. He's going to try his ass off. But, like, that whole breaking his back to try to get in the playoffs with this roster and to, like, I need to be a six seed, it's just not going to happen. Well, did you see LeBron's GM move he pulled this week? No, what was it? Who did the Lakers sign this week? Oh, Tyson Chandler. What team was he on previous to this? Was was he on any team? He was on the Suns. Oh, oh okay. Suns yeah. bought him out. So who's like, the, who's the Suns to... GM? I'm tweaking. James Jones. Wait, what? Yes. How did I miss that? Yes. James. That, that, that report came out. LeBron Wait. made the call, bro. <laughs> James Jones. James Jones runs is the Suns. Remember they fired McDonough. They brought in James Jones. I didn't even. I missed that completely. Champ. Yo, he called up James. He like, called up James. Said James, I need a center. Hey. You got one. Give him his. Give him his remaining fifty million, Remember and I'm gonna make that happen. All the, all that extra cash, and hey. I let you just hang out hey. on the on the bench on Miami. James, do me a favor. Go downstairs and go in your trophy room real quick. You see those? Remember that? Yeah, that's me. Remember yeah. when I let you kick Remember it on the bench for a couple of years, a couple million three seasons? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you get a couple rings. Yeah, yeah. You remember I that? Need Tyson Chandler. Yeah, man. I need Tyson, man. Just go ahead and cut him. He'll pass through waivers, and, you know, I'll take care of that. How come Thank that you. didn't get more talk? I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah, they say LeBron made that call. Absolutely made that call. LeBron 100% made that call. 100%. Power moves, man. That's, that's, that's why I low-key fuck with LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> that's Lo- look, that's why the NBA is great. Don't worry. My man's is the – he's like, Mitch, or not Mitch, uh, Rob, we need a G- We need a center? Yeah, my man's call, the GM over there. Yeah, my man's GM. You don't got to make that call. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Call we'll get a coffee for me. I'll get a coffee. How do you, you feel about Tyson? Magic, you like Tyson Chandler? Oh, how do I like Tyson? LeBron, Taylor? you like him? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, do it. Like, yeah, we'll about. call James. Oh, up. Yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the panic meter for them for me is zero because this is exactly where I thought they'd be, and they're going to be fighting to be five hundred all year. Okay. I got uh, one more for you, man. Yeah. And this one, this one for me is a, is a full ten. But I just kind of want to talk about the situation in general. Yeah. Chocolate City, the nation's capital. A full the 10. Washington Wizards, a, a, just a mess, a mess. Dwight, if you want to, if you want to put a team together that is discombobulated, doesn't give a fuck, doesn't know how to play first as a team, the first thing you do is sign Dwight Howard. But you can't put this on him. They've no, been dysfunctional. But Bill and Wall have never fully gotten along. But that's always been the story. Throwing throwing Dwight in but there. But Dwight on top doesn't of that fix anything. Yeah, doesn't help. Yeah. Can you imagine that locker room? There are a bunch of goofballs in there. Well, and they're saying, uh, remember, they're all coming out against Otto Porter. There's, yeah, that's that's just a terrible situation. Yeah, Porter's think, overpaid. Everybody knows it. Yeah, uh, Beal and John Wall is. So who do you keep? Brad Beal, in my opinion. <sighs> well, John, John Wall, Wall hasn't even started that new contract. <laughs> that's crazy. 
He hasn't. He's not even. Start next year. Not, it starts next year. It's forty I'm million. Pretty, it's like forty million. A year. I'm pretty sure his. I don't. I, I don't even know if it's next year or the year after that. Remember when he wouldn't sign it for a while? Yeah, too? I was he like, hasn't. What are you waiting for it, bro. His new yeah. deal hasn't started, so I don't know what you. How he you look, get? What rid is of that? Him. It's like five years, two hundred million, right? Look, yeah, look, I mean, we can look that up real John quick. Wall but out here. John Wall's new deal hasn't started, so, so no you one's, no one's so you can't take that and. Beal's easier to move because he's a shooting guard that Beal, doesn't oh, Beal, command Beal, the ball. Beal, like, yeah, Beal succeeds in this league. Yeah, they were talking about um, LA should look to get Beal. That's it's what just Stephen a, a. Smith said. Yeah, the, well, the Lakers or the Clippers? The Lakers. Oh, yeah, the Lakers should look yeah. to get him. Um, he said, I, "If you got to package up Brandon Ingram, do it." No, he, that's what he said. I, I'm not moving off Brandon Ingram. Yeah, he's a ball player. If you if you're thinking long term with LeBron, I'm not moving off Brandon Ingram. But that's the thing. If you gotta you gotta be able to move one oh, piece, and I'm definitely not moving Kuz. I think Brandon. And Ingram I'm is, definitely not moving bro, Josh Hart. I think he's 20. He is. I think he is. Like I 20, think he's 21. 20. Yeah. No, I think he's 20. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's 20 years old. Like, no, we've seen this before. You don't give up on promising guys when they're 20 like that, man. I mean, nah. Yeah. I so, like Brad Beal. Absolute 10. Scott Brooks needs to be fired yesterday. Right now. They could scrap that whole thing and um, decide who you want to keep between John Wall and Beal. I think you have to keep John Wall because of that huge, huge dollar amount. Uh-huh. And it's easier to build around a point guard than a two guard. So that's what I would – That's that would be my move. All right. And then my last question, uh, Denver, contender or pretender? Contender. Absolute contender. Yeah, love him. Uh, you love Jokic. Jamal, that's, that's his. I love Jokic. <laughs> And Jamal Murray yeah. is a problem. Yeah, um, yeah, they're a real contender. Is Will Barton out for the year? Or Will Barton? Come? I think Will Barton comes uh, back. I think he does come. Shout back. out Will the Thrill Barton. Yeah, and this is their second. I w- I would be a little more shaky if they didn't contend last year. Yeah, like they were a game out of making the playoffs last year. They lost to the Jazz. Play great D. So yeah. they're hundred percent a contender because they showed that last year. This is Jokic coming into his own. Jamal yeah. Murray coming into his own. They're a contender for sure. Contender. All right. Um, last but not least, let's close it out with some NFL talk. Then we're going to get you guys out of here. The real power rankings. First off, let me give you some thoughts on NFL power rankings. That shit is a sham. Every week they try to just stir up any pot they can. Whoever wins a game that they like and whoever loses they a just, game they don't like. They just like. shift around yeah. people all over the place. Like, that shit, don't even. Don't if the pay, Saints lose next week, they'll be like number 15. Yeah, they'll be like seven. <laughs> don't pay any attention to the power rankings. Yeah. So let me give you some real power rankings. Right now, they have the Saints. The Chiefs, Rams, the Chargers at number four, Pittsburgh at number five. Pull me up real quick, Aaron. We're at number seven. Let's get it. Yeah. Um, really quick. This is ESPN, by the way. Saints, Chiefs, Rams, Chargers, Steelers, New England, the Bears, Minnesota, Carolina, and the Texans. Uh-huh. I I'm actually not too mad about that. I probably have a couple teams in front of uh, New England. Um, Who? How, I know I, Car- Carolina got throttled, but it was that Thursday game, and I don't trust the Thursday game. I just I hate the Thursday game. I'm going to tell you this: I, how they is, have, how they is, have Tennessee at 14, and how do they have Philadelphia at 13? They just won two games in a row. They just smashed New England. Yeah, I don't know how they're in front of Philly or how they're behind, how they're behind Philly. Philly. Washington, Washington, Washington is, sus- is suspect. But though. they're going to win the division. A shit division. Hey, and by the way, the, the gimme of the week, if you didn't see on Sunday, was Washington uh, plus one and a half 
at Tampa Bro, Bay. Bro, I took Tampa Bay. Oh, my God. I saw that. But I dude, didn't know what you were thinking. But they had – dude, they only won by 13 points, and Tampa Bay had four turnovers. No, it was 19 to – oh, 16 to 3. 16-3. 16-3. Yeah. Who cares? They, dude, covered they, the, they were they getting probably, one and a half. They probably should have lost that game. But They're getting – no, that was – that. when I saw that, that to me stuck out like that Carolina line a couple weeks ago. The game of the week <laughs> was that – Bro, the Saints at Cincinnati, I didn't take easy it. Easy seven and a half. But I didn't realize that the Cincinnati was giving up the most rushing yards, the most passing yards. Your defense and then, is suspect. And then you have the Saints coming into town. The Saints were rolling. Like, that's an automatic. You know what I did? I messed that up. The only up. thing I did that morning before I took that game is I checked the weather. Yeah. Said it's going to be 40 degrees and sunny in Cincinnati. Yeah. We're good. Uh, 40 degrees. Of, if it was like 28 and snowy, yeah, that, that might slow down that Saints train. The Saints are the best team in the NFL right now, hands down. I don't want to hear anything else about yeah, it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Let's talk about this Chiefs-Rams Monday night. They just moved it out of Mexico City yeah, back to L.A. because of the condition of the field. Yeah. That's like the most Mexico shit ever. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how much money you're gonna lose in that spot, but you have to have the field pristine. Yeah. With well, I guess they had a uh, what a, they had a Shakira, uh, Shakira concert, concert a couple of days. They, got, they just they played got, a soccer match the other they day. They got more money from both of those events than they do the NFL game. What? Yeah. Bro, you think so with football tur- in Mexico with, with tourism? That stadium bro. was gonna be jammed. You know how many people went to go see Shakira? Yeah, but. Yo, protect the field. Cover yeah, it up. No, I, like, hear you. I hear you. You can do all of that. We just can't make sure the, the we, we apparently not in Soldier Field. But just can. make sure the field is locked up for that. Wait, so hold on. With your, were you saying these power rankings were bogus? Were you about to switch no, these no, up? No, I was you're saying good the whole. I like I like these power rankings. Okay. I don't mind them. But yeah. what I'm saying is the power rankings in general are a fucking shame. Yeah, of course. And like they just are, are something that the pundits can talk about on TV. Yeah. I want to ask you about the Chargers. What do you think about them? They're loaded. Talent wise, yeah. they have a veteran quarterback. Every year. And are they a pretender or are they for real? The Chargers to me are always going to be the Chargers, man. I, 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 sure. Let me tell you why I think they're, they're not. For a, real. They're not a threat to go far for me. I think They'll they have every single thing against them. They don't have any home field advantage. They don't even. They basically play sixteen road no, games. They don't, yeah, no one goes there. And they're seven and two. And as much as they compete every week and they fuck off games, it seems like. That shit's going to start to turn around, and they're going to start winning those close games, and yeah. they're going to start closing that out. So I think they're real. I think this Monday night game, now that it's in L.A., is going to be a, sh- a sight to see. Just as big as that Saints-Rams game was with that quarterback play, this this uh, Rams-Chiefs on Monday night is going to be must-see TV. Could you, have, could you have gotten that game this morning? On the neutral sight line before it was announced in LA. Of course you could have, yeah. If you did take it, somebody's eating. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't even think it moves that much. I think it's still really? probably still. Think, I guess. Yeah, I guess the. I, I guess the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are like the minus Rams three. don't really have a huge home field advantage. Well, the Rams are minus three. Was it going to be maybe? Yeah. It's not. I don't think it goes to like it's, minus four. It's, not, or anything. Like, it's like, not like it was the Seahawks all of a sudden playing right, in Seattle or something. Right. Where the home so field like that game is gonna. No one know. Like as much as any expert one tells you, no one knows what's going to happen in that. I tell you, I'll take that under sixty five. You take under sixty five. Oh yeah, it's the highest over. On, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna gamble on the other side of like shit that's never if, happened before. If, I'm never gonna gamble for some shit that, that that's never happened before. To these happen. are two unprecedented offense, unprecedented offenses. So I mean, and if I never if I had like to put it like this, to. if I had to put my money up, I'm never depending on those teams not scoring points. Like that's just see. Not but I, I would, I, I, yeah. And I guess I'm just looking at the fact that there's never been an over under at sixty five. It's gonna be and seventy and sunny. Nice. I, I'm not putting my money I'll on. I'll take the under. All I'm day. not putting my money on. It's gonna be. 
if I had to guess, it's going to be just like New England and the Chiefs. I don't see why it'd be any different. I'm taking that under. 30, 35, 33, 36, 33. Yeah. That's just going over low key. You feel me? Yeah. But that's it. No catch up Chicago. This week's edition. Make sure you check out the vlog, man. I just, I'm going to drop it tomorrow. This will be live tonight. I'm going to drop the vlog tomorrow. I think this might be a record for us. I think this is a long. This is a long. Yeah, this is a good one. About an hour and a half. Thank and you for rocking with us. Whoever's still out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And low it, key, I, we easily could have yeah. went two and change. Yeah, oh yeah, like, we didn't even talk the Brady argument that we had. Yeah, we could sit here Let's and talk, talk Tom all Brady day. next. We'll talk. We'll talk Patriots next week. Yeah, I'm down for that. We don't want to keep airing too long, too. Um, but yeah, thank you for watching. Uh, check out the vlog, Game Day Bears Lions vlog. I'm dropping that tomorrow. Make sure you follow us at No Catch of Chicago on YouTube. We're now on Spotify. If you weren't rocking with the Apple Podcast and it was a struggle for you to listen to us on SoundCloud, we're on Spotify. Make sure you check that out. If you're if you're a non-Apple guy, we're on Google Podcast. Subscribe to us everywhere at No Catch Up Chicago. For Nick the Quick, I'm Sean Little. No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Listen up. Bear down, man. <laughs>